and trains, and we're prepared for it with new technique and new approaches. And as for our part, we feel that you're the best pieces of manpower available in this whole region. We're getting ready to have a live spectrum. What we were trying to say, we got to walk home, walk home, walk home. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. To reach Devin Wade with a question or comment, follow him on Twitter at Wadesword. Be a part of the group on Facebook by joining the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group or liking the page. Welcome to episode 21 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. And I want to thank you guys for joining me and uh, remind you guys, you can join me on TuneIn, iTunes and TuneIn. Please subscribe, share it with friends and family and uh, make sure you listen over and over again. And even if you don't listen continuously, skip around. And listen to some of the segments. Of course, uh, a lot to talk about as we precede the NBA Finals. And to join me for Episode 21, a frequent guest and partner of mine, the Silver Fox, Kevin Allen, is in the building. How are you, Kev? Hey, man, I'm doing great. I appreciate you. How about yourself? Man, I'm excited uh, to talk about a lot of things. Because finally, we have something to talk about in the NBA. I've lamented for a long time uh, these NBA playoffs. And we're going to get more into that. But this episode... So we'll get into some headlines. We got he got game. Uh, our hot topic is, and then we'll, we'll delve into the NBA playoffs and the NBA finals. Uh, also, we have balling or falling. Where we take three athletes and uh, break them down and see if they're balling or if they're falling. We have a quote of the week in our We the People poll that coincides with my on uh, with a poll I put put on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade. Facebook page and the Facebook group page. So uh, if you're not a follower or a member of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group on Facebook, you certainly can. Oh, also, by the way, I want to remind you guys, you can tweet me at Wade's Word, W-A-D-E-S-W-O-R-D, all lowercase. And Kevin, they, they can tweet you where? At Allen, Allen Ron 10, at Allen, Allen Ron 10. And that's easy enough to remember. And if not, you can sort of rewind it and... And get it again. In addition to that, uh, we have the, the, like I said, the quarter of the week, Hollywood swinging, and it's a James version of the Hollywood swinging. I know you don't know what that means, but we'll break that down. Uh, but first and foremost, I want to get into some of the headlines as we uh, will chop things up for episode 21 of the podcast. Golden State, of course, they enter the NBA Finals undefeated with a perfect 12 and 0 as the NBA Finals are about set. Uh, and again, the the same matchup for the third time in three years. How excited are you about this particular matchup? Because we're going to do the breakdown later, but just how excited are you about that? I'm really excited about this one. This matchup has gotten where both teams actually have who they want. So now everything is set, and LeBron has LeBron his LeBron is pacified. Yeah, he, he, they, they've pacified him. He's set, and, and Golden State has added Kevin Durant, so everybody's cocked and loaded. I'm ready. Uh, we'll get into our predictions. I'm probably a little bit more pessimistic about it than you are, uh, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Also, NHL playoffs, the Stanley Cup Finals underway. Pittsburgh 2-0 lead, uh, winning game 1-5-3, and last night won uh, game 2, 4-1. So the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins are halfway uh, halfway there in reaching their goal of winning the Stanley Cup final. So uh, if you're into some NHL, that's certainly something you want to talk about. Uh, in baseball, the hottest team in baseball continues to be the Houston Astros. 
And uh, they're coming off uh, just a spectacular offensive performance versus the Minnesota Twins. Uh, again, uh, they're 14, four games better than any team in Major League Baseball, highlighted by a, a 11-run eighth inning comeback uh, in which they trailed the Minnesota Twins 7-2, to outscored the Twins in a four-game series 40-16. to And I guess the question is, I know it's still pretty early in the season, uh, are, are they the real deal? Is this it? Yeah, I mean, I've been watching them lately. I have a really solid ball club, but what's really surprising me is I hadn't followed them in a while, but the winning right now is, is kind of drawing some interest. So I kind of looked at the all-star ballot, and, 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 you know, you have the best record in baseball. And from what I've seen, if I'm correct, if you can, you, you may correct me, I stand to be corrected, not a starter. No, no. and It's amazing. And, and, again, that some cities are, are better at – uh, fan voting and also uh, and more fervent about that Kansas City infamously is is famous for stuffing uh, the, the ballot box uh, and that doesn't really really surprise me I mean when it's all said and done you'll have obviously on the pitching side Keiko will be there uh, Springer will likely be there Altuve and we'll have to see uh, among the rest who can get but, there so. but, but when you look at it Devin if you, you have the best record in baseball and you and then all of a sudden you only have three or four guys representing that. That's kind of that's kind of tough. Well, again, it, it boils down to a lot of different aspects. You know, who, you, if are you the best at your position? I mean, are the sum uh, better than the you know equal of his parts or whatever? However, the saying goes, uh, you know, the sum is greater than the you know the individual parts. So. Uh, you know, I think that's what it comes down to. Collectively, the night in and night out, somebody will step up. We'll see. I mean, it's yeah. still early in the in the balloting, but this is not. And again, attendance has to be there, so people have to come out to the ballpark to support them. You talk about those East Coast teams where they're going to always get their guys in, and and so we'll have to see how that goes. Also, uh, did you catch the baseball base brawl between uh, Bryce, Harper. Involved Bryce Harper? So right. he got pegged by Strickland. And uh, came back and had a fight, and everybody's making such a big deal about the the unwritten rules of baseball. I just think, whatever. I mean, boys will be boys. We grew up in a time where you would fee- see what two, maybe three fights from your team a season, easily, it, at least two or three brawls a season. And I don't I mean it is what it is. So let's not make let's not overhype this. I mean, they've all but eliminated a lot of brawling from hockey. And basketball, you cannot do anything after the Malice in the Palace, and or, you know, the, and and after that, you hadn't seen many really legitimate fights. Not that I go to games looking for fights, but if you have two teams that really are competing at a high high level, sometimes it's going to come to that, right? And uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I really don't, and I think baseball players know how to handle their their game just let the players handle their game the media needs to step out of it the league needs to step back and and you know if it gets too out of hand then you check it and we all know where the line is i know i don't think they they've, they've crossed the line i think that'll this will happen sometimes now I'm, i i i watched that the the brawl with Bryce Hopper but they're making the big deal about Buster Posey now, not not thing, defending his picture. But the thing about it, what they're not saying that what I looked at with a lot of people, I'm, I haven't heard anything about. They say he didn't he didn't come out or start out to the mound until five or six seconds later. But if you look at it, the infield didn't move either. The right, nobody came. Nobody came, but they singled <laughs> him out. But nobody. Well, normally, came. it's always the catcher that, that that tackles the guy from behind or grabs him or 
keeps them from charging. But I don't that that says to me that the team didn't really endorse Strickland right. hitting him at that time. So you know, it's like You on your own. Yeah, you on your own. You did this and you right. fight it out. Right. And so, you know, I think Bryce was right to do what he did. Because if you're gonna I'm hit somebody said he 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 missed with the helmet. Oh, well he didn't try. If you look at it, he really didn't try to throw the helmet at him. He he threw it away from him. He, I think he made that split second decision to not throw the helmet. So, and I think that that probably saved him a couple games on the suspension. So, <laughs> and all's fair and uh, you know love and baseball fights. Uh, also, uh, since the last time we've done a podcast, Hall of Famer Cortez Kennedy died at the age of forty eight. Started with the Miami Hurricanes and the Seattle Seahawks. Hall of Famer, awesome interior lineman. He was he was that dude, man. And he doesn't get the credit that like a Warren Sapp gets because he right. didn't have the, the the bombastic personality. But he was every bit as good uh, as Warren Sapp. He was the truth. And then, of course, he was stuck up there in Seattle. Seattle. You get limited exposure. media exposure right. up there until, you know, this bunch – in Seattle, you know, these days. Uh, also, Tiger Woods arrested in Jupiter, Florida for DUI. We're going to delve into that a little bit later on. And also, the other news is uh, on the eve of uh, the NBA uh, finals, uh, LeBron James has a uh, racial epithet uh, painted on his LA, uh, on the fence of his LA residence. And so that was a, a, a pretty big deal. And uh, we can get into to all of those things. And, and there's a lot of – and I guess we can talk about that now. When you, you talk about, uh, you know, racism in America, it seems to me – and, again, I don't you don't want to get overly political, although I don't really care, and, but I know that that will turn some people off. But I just think in this environment with a president that has proven to be divisive and sort of encouraging that sort of racial element – Although he he comes out and condemns these sorts of things, but you played to that base. You played to people's fears and divisiveness, and now you're starting to see people come out. Racism, overt racism that you just, I, I don't, you saw it directed towards President Obama when he was president, but just to see all of the racial stuff that's going on now, it doesn't surprise me that we're in this environment. I just want to know how we can get out of this tailspin and turn this thing around and get back to, to basic civility. What I mean, you know, it's, it's a very frustrating thing. And, and I know it's a terrible thing uh, for LeBron James. And I know that Whitlock, Jason Whitlock said, Oh, he's, he's immune. He doesn't know real racism, but again, Hey man, it's real whether you are um, a multi multimillionaire or if you are, you know, making minimum wage or unemployed. So it's, it's all the same, and the feelings are the same. What are your thoughts on on that? Because again, we've kind of gone back and forth on LeBron and his involvement with Black Lives Matter, and and some of the stuff that he said and not said, and done and not done as it pertains to to fighting the good fight in the African American community. What are your thoughts on on that? Well, the, this is the thing that I think we've had. Some discussions on Saturday morning on on, on, the, on the Houston show. On yeah. the Houston show, this is some of the reasons that these guys don't step into the the Black Lives Matters or the uh, the community issues that are out there because now these are the type of things that can can come to them. Like with with LeBron at his L.A. home, and, and it lets him know, hey, look, you you, you you're still black, right? Basically. So hey, we're letting you know, even though you have this money and you're you, you're on another ec- uh, economical income, you know, whatever your level, you, your higher you, level economic. Yeah, you yeah. you you're still black. You, you're you're subject to this as well. 
So I, I think this is why some of these guys don't step out until you know into these situations like they did in the older days with Jim Brown and Kareem Jabbar, yeah, yeah Bill, Bill Russell, Russell. That yeah. these guys stepped out on it. Now, you know, they're trying to protect the money and to protect the image and things. And this is what they get when they kind of step out into some things. Just you know, they they try to stay away from it. So I'm sort of surprised that it happened in his Los Angeles home. Uh, but again, he's been through it because again, remember after he left. Uh, it that was a racial undertone of some of his criticism. Uh, the, the criticism, not nah, that that didn't come from me. My criticism was totally different. Mm-hmm. It, it, it would it pertain more to to running for a ring, chasing a ring. Uh, it didn't have anything to do with oh, you belong to Cleveland. And I think that the perception by some some people looked at the criticism and said, oh, you don't own him. He's not your property. A lot of people were angry at Dan Gilbert. Like, he's not your boy. He's a grown man. He can work where he wants to work. And there was a lot of racial stuff. And I'm sure he heard a lot more of it as, as he was the epicenter of all of that. But I just think the environment right now and politically and what you see from, from the president on down it's just creating an environment that's absolutely bananas. This is this is bad. And again, I'm young enough. No, I know you marched with Dr. King, but <laughs> but but I'm I don't remember the strife of the late '60s. And and again, you know, so this is this is this is pretty bad. This is a pretty bad time without having real economic injustice. And, and I do think that a lot of the the the, the, justice, the politically, uh, or actually from a, a legal standpoint, that they, they've been. I don't think that's increased. I think the visibility of some of the racial discrimination and the profiling and the violence. Uh, I think while I, in some cases I think it's increased, and, but I think that it's a lot more widely exposed uh, than it, ha- it ever has been before. And I mean, and that's a whole different subject. But it's a it's a tough tough time. And I'm wondering, is there athlete? Is there somebody that can bring us out of this, out of this? Because hand in hand with this is you still have Colin Kaepernick, and for the longest, and I'm getting increasingly upset about this Colin Kaepernick thing. And I'll tell you why, because I've said all along he'll be signed, he'll be signed. No, it's not blackballing. He'll be signed. Let teams go through their paces. He'll be signed. He's not signed yet. And we see some absolutely horrible quarterbacks that are on teams making good money, starting a one with a guy like Brock Osweiler and your guy Fitzpatrick. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and so so it's a lot of guys, and, and I'm going to bring a list. If this if he's not signed soon, I'm, we're going to bring a list and start to compare. Well, you may well bring the list now because <laughs> he's not getting signed. I think he. I still think he'll get signed. I just cannot What's the time believe on? he'll be signed before camp. I Which think, camp? The NFL camp before they start. What year? <laughs> I, I think I don't. I mean, what I don't like, I don't like when the media, the media, talk about how you know. Well, he's not a killer. He's not. You know, he he deserves a second chance. A second chance from what? He didn't do anything wrong. Now I get it. I get it. When you speak out, there's going to be a backlash. But why do you listen to the critics against Colin Kaepernick, but you didn't listen to the critics of some of the other guys? And again, I'm not, you know, I don't think a guy needs to be an angel to play football. So everybody well, can play. Well, we already know that. Yeah, yeah. If you're out of jail that day. You can play. You can play. But, I, you know, so I don't, because it's football. It's violence. It's controlled violence. We live vicariously through our modern-day gladiators. 
that's that's what it is. It's not about you know role models and all that. The, the, if you want to look at any aspect of that, at least the, the make them role models is the work ethic they put into getting but, it. But what you have to look at in, in the football, he plays that position. It wasn't set out for the black athlete. Well, for for a long time, a they long would not time. let African-Americans play so quarterback. Now. And that hadn't been that long and ago. Long ago. So now when you look at it, you look at it now, we go back to LeBron. It doesn't matter who you are, you're still black. Now when you look at Colin Kaepernick, he's not signed because he kneeled. But you have the Giants had the kicker with the, the spousal abuse or whatever. And, and that with the was letter. true abuse. And, this is and, different. And it, it took him forever. And it took him forever to get, get rid, rid of, of him. Uh-huh. But – he never, Kaepernick never touched anybody. He never did anything. But they kept this guy on the roster as long as they could before it's too much pressure to get him off. If it wasn't too much coming at him, he still would have been kicking for him. So it's it, a funny it, thing it, what it, people, and, and it tells you economically <clears throat> where the NFL, where, where their ear no, is. No, it's just society, period. Well, well, yeah, you're you, right. You, but I'm you, saying, like, this is not a game for the masses anymore as far as who controls how things move. Because, yeah. again, if it's up, left up to the people and the brothers and, and, and the, the lower income people, most of them like, hey, let him play, let him play. But we're not – I don't have a PSL. I don't have season tickets. I, you know, I do pay for the package. But, again, a lot of people don't. Right. You know, spend 350 400 bucks a year to watch every game. So you see who controls the narrative. So if they'll tolerate beating on a woman. By, and, and, no, no, beating on a woman by a – glad we're on the podcast because I can say this. Right. Not a black guy. Right. Well, now, I mean, but even now, some of now the watch other this, stuff. Now watch this now. Greg Hardy was, was signed for a while. Now Ray Rice haven't got a job yet. Right, right. But so it, it, it's still, and I and I always say this with people, it's still, it's still this black and white deal out here. And I mean, it's good white people, good black people. I mean, people in general are good, but blacks are still striving. We're not there yet. Right, it, right. It, and I don't ever think it will be equal. That's pretty much where that is with the Kaepernick deal. Right. You know, hey, get it, get him out of here. Don't don't let him play. I, I still, we'll I'm going to give it a little bit more time to say he signed. But if he's not signed by the start of training camp, then I'll, I'll, I'll come in guns a blazing because get him blazing. He clearly, even though I'm not a fan of Colin Kaepernick's football, just from a football standpoint, I'm not a huge. He's still fan. able to help somebody. He's still very capable. I don't like his throwing motion. It, there are a lot of things I don't like about his game that wouldn't make him a good fit a lot of places. But you have 32 teams, so outside of San Francisco, he should have 31 opportunities. Should, but you know he wouldn't come to Houston. You know, we don't. Well, yeah, I mean, here, you know we don't, what? We don't, we don't, we don't I'm, I'm kind of off of them now because they finally made a move. They well, didn't, it, but they no, no, no. They missed on this. They didn't miss on this one. Well, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm finally on the Texans bandwagon, I, truly, yeah. because of the, the, the kind of guy they went after at quarterback. Right. And, and that's been a uh, an Achilles heel for this organization since the, its inception. So, so, but, but I'm saying, so yeah, I'm excited about that. Not, not necessarily because he's even a black not quarterback. Even that. And, and, and I'm with you on that. Now, my but thing was. They, when they missed, it was an opportunity for a black quarterback. But this time, he, he could have been orange or purple, whatever. You got to get this quarterback. And this time, and they, they did, the they did that. Right, right. right. So but they did it. But there's still a kind of guy that they don't, they will not have on their team. And I, I am. Uh, I am Kaepernick's opposed. your kind of guy, though. Kaepernick is not my kind of guy from a football standpoint. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I like a guy like. 
Pac-Man. Well, my favorite over the last couple of years was, well, and I like Pac-Man Jones, so he's a fool, and he, <laughs> he's not anybody you want to cross. <laughs> but because but, he's about that life. We talk about about that life. He's about that life. But now Peyton was my, my favorite quarterback from that standpoint because he was such a – he almost reminds me of a pitcher in, in baseball. He's just a perfectionist. He, he dedicated to his craft. And he really was because he was not a talented, gifted, physically gifted person other than just humongous height. You know, I don't, he never had the strongest arm. He never was the super most accurate passer, but he he knew how to put himself in position, position. to make plays. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my my kind of guy. But I like I like I like Russell Wilson's not not him per se, but his ability to kind of move and throw that kind of that kind of package. I like Big Ben for the same sort of reasons, and there are a couple other guys guy? who Dak no who, twelve. Brady. Brady uh, I'm not a Brady fan because I think I don't like New England. So I, that's you know. We're just talking about. I can't take minutes. anything away from him. He's he's awesome, but no, not my not my t- my cup of tea. All right. So let's uh, before and we'll get into to, uh, a couple other things later on. But I want to go ahead and get into our hot topic, and that's the the horrible NBA playoffs. And in your experience, have you ever seen a, a worse NBA playoffs? I mean, I'm this now the the, the finals could save these playoffs but these have been some awful playoffs this has been the worst playoff that i've seen ever 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 and i and we we both go a long way back in the nba terrible bad really bad and and then now you had the weight the nine days so here's the deal golden state golden state eight games in 31 days i mean that's unbelievable i mean it's like you the part of the grind in basketball was the grind of the playoffs. Like it, we, we, you know, the intensity stays there. We're yeah. a couple nights away, and then we get right back at it. Nine days is just because too, too money long. has just ruled it, it taken taken so much out of the game. And they're man. trying to make this, and they, they don't understand. I, I, I really, and maybe. Maybe they can come to me with numbers to say to, to trump what Throw I have to say. Throw that out of window. But, but but I'm saying it. You will get more fans organically if you just go right back into it for eight and seven, six or seven, eight days. I didn't even think about basketball. We were we were talking about all the other things going on. We're talking about Major League Baseball. You don't even think of. And I, I brought this up in a previous podcast and on the air on my Houston show that you know you talk about. There were like three Saturdays in which there was no NBA action during the postseason. That is unacceptable. It's unbelievable. People are getting bored with the the relevancy of this long regular season, but the NBA postseason is worse. And the games are terrible. And then you have to wait. It's unbelievable. They really have to do something about tightening up the schedule. And I understand if one team sweeps and one, one team goes seven games. That's one thing. But, look, if you go to game seven and you have a team waiting, you get a night off and then you got to play again. You got to go get it. Because you should be penalized for not closing out your series. This is why the old guys say when people start saying how good these guys are these days, this is one of the reasons why the old guys have a problem saying they're not better than us because – they had to get on the grind, Devin. They, you win, all right. 
we really don't know when game one is going to start because we have to figure out when it, they had already had game one set for the NBA Finals while the right, other games right. are going. This so is, now the, the, now Cleveland comes in six games. Rested. And nine games for Golden State. Rested. It's, it's unbelievable, my, man. My advantage is I have to win early to get my rest. Now, if you can't, say, wrap, you can't it wrap it up, that's on you. Right. You you have to come in tired. That so take care of your business. So what what changes would you make in the NBA playoffs? I go back to the old rules. Hey, we really don't know when game 1 is starting. Well, we estimate the game 1 will start between this and that. When when that when you wrap yours up if I'm if I'm already waiting, I may give you 3 days. I'm I wouldn't you, even give you that. No, I'm going to give you one to rest. One to travel, and that next game we're playing. I'm right. gonna give you that. Right. And we got to roll now. We got a week and a half. Come on, man. It's too much, and it takes away. I, and, and you know, and it's it's this artificial hype. This, I mean, the the matchup itself, the third year the in a row trilogy. these teams play. Organically, you don't need to hype this up. You need to get playing. And, but again, you have all this artificial, and he doesn't like this one, and this and that, and this. no, no. People need to be players need to be. Made to feel uncomfortable and crowded and cramped. Look, yep. you, you you know this is not like the, the you regular season, which is a grind in a, on in its own right. But I just think that you have to get out there and play. play you have to play and, and and grind it out. And so with that, let's pick pick the NBA Finals. Uh, how, how do you see the NBA playoffs? The the NBA Finals playing out? Six games. Golden State four two. Four two. Tell. Give me, give me a little bit more. Tell me about the matchup. Why? Why do you see it that way? The matchup. What I, what I look at is that Kevin Durant is the X factor. Uh, when you look, when you look back at last year's series, it, it went seven games, and and it, it took the big shot by Kyrie to really put him over the hump, and the block by LeBron, LeBron to seal it. Now, you don't have Draymond for a game. You lose Bogut. That and, really and hurt people, him. people think about it. Like, well, they still had two chances to close it out. This is what I feel about that. Okay, you throw Draymond out where they they all the momentum going their way. Game five, he was not there. Now you got to go to Cleveland. You didn't want to go to Cleveland, and it's hard to go and win again on the road like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was a, a difficult task. And then game seven. And now you, you you if you go to state like oh now. it's anybody's game but uh, but the pressure still was but, on go to state not to choke. But see this is the deal now you lose Bogut which was huge because you lost him now you don't have the rim protection. The key there now think about it took seven games in Golden I mean and Cleveland wins it, but Harrison Barnes in the last three games was five for thirty two. Yeah, and you barely win this thing. Right now and they left him open to shoot. So now you replace Bones with Durant. With Durant, now it doesn't matter if Draymond's gone. Here you are. That's why I picked this thing for Golden State because now you have too many guns. Now you 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 you, you too much. Too yeah. much you, with that because now you you go seven games with leaving Barnes open, shooting terrible. You lose Bogut and then you lose Draymond for a game, and it goes seven games and go down to the last minute of the game seven. And Cleveland is cocked and loaded. So now with you adding Durant, it's different. Now remember this. In the regular season, they had a chance to beat go, uh, Cleveland on the trip that they didn't get called for Durant. But that's still basketball. But that second time around, they beat Cleveland by 40. They send a message. That's when LeBron was like, 
I need to get this. I need <laughs> I hey, need help. I need some help. He's crying again, right. you know. That that's why I pick I pick Golden State. Well, I pick Golden State in five games. And I do think the Durant it makes all the difference in the world. You could talk about Corver and and you know, Kevin Love and some of the perimeter shooting. They cannot match up with these guys. And I only give them the one game cuz I think Durant will will blow it. Uh, uh, some kind of way. I think he'll have an awful fourth quarter or something. So I'm giving I'm giving them the 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 Durant discount where they, they'll get a game because of Durant, and that's because I'm sort of hating it could, it could, hating it could on Durant. Five. A bit. It could be five. I gave him two on the discount. Yeah, but it could be four. One and, and, and I will tell you this, and and I and this is a question I ask uh, on uh, the Facebook uh, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group page on Facebook. My question was. Who are you rooting for? So now, now I, I'm, I'll say this: I have no dogs in this fight because again, I liked Golden State and I liked Kevin Durant when he was in OKC. I don't like them together because I don't think a super team is good for the NBA. Again, this is my whole point of all of this was, and I said we said in October of last year this was the matchup. I, and I gave nobody else a chance except for San Antonio. Right. And then obviously Kawhi went down. And that was it. And, and yeah, and, and Lee went down. But even and, and and Parker went down. So that was the only team I gave any kind of shot. And this has been since September, October last year. There was nothing. And you could come. You And I will say Harden and West, Russell Westbrook saved the NBA's regular season. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It, it, it just totally did. And, yeah, you have some young players that are exciting to watch. And, yeah, maybe you can get a little excited about what Boston was doing and maybe a couple players here and there, the Greek freak in Milwaukee. You know, and, and you could get excited about some of those sideline stories. But, overall, the season was a horrible season because we've been knowing for a year since Durant decided he was going to Golden State, we knew that this would be the matchup. The East is horrible. I don't know if anybody can – maybe Boston next year. I, but, again, I don't know. I, I don't know. But I just don't feel confident that anybody can beat Cleveland in the East because the East is just not a good basketball conference. And if you look at this, LeBron never, ever, ever has considered, even in, in passing – Never considered going to the Western Conference. And will not. And, and, but he knows but, where yeah. his bread is buttered. And I know, obviously, he's back home now, and that's fine. And and and, and you and I have talked about in this. I'm going to say this, and then I'll get off of that part. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about – I'm going to get off base for a minute where they're talking about him chasing the ghost, chasing Michael. Can't get Michael. Can't get it. But this, 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 is, this is what the barbershop talk is. When you look at LeBron – and you and I have talked about it, he left Cleveland to go where Dwayne Wade had already won a championship. And then you add another all-star with Chris Bosh. So you got three all-stars. When he see the empire crumbling, he comes back to Cleveland because Kyrie is on the come up. And he jumped off just in time. Just in time. But he Wade knew. was getting older. Yeah. Bosh, you know, he, he, he is knew. done. So he come back home because Kyrie is on the come up now. And then you add another all-star. With Kevin Love, you can't chase Michael, and you've already lost three finals. Michael has never had a. And Rich should have lost one. We should have lost another one. Ray Allen saved. Right, right, right. Michael has never had a terrible NBA finals. Mm -hmm. LeBron was horrible against Dallas. So everywhere he goes, it's three All Stars. Michael make it to the final. The only All Star he had was Scotty, and the rest were role. Well, he had that was it. Rodman. Rodman wasn't All Star. 
But he was all-star caliber. Was an all-star. Okay. So Michael captures the moment. Whenever it's time for the play to be made, Mike captures the moment. LeBron never captures the moment. Ray Allen makes the big shot right. to, to win that. Right. Kyrie, Kyrie makes the big three. And Kyrie got – yeah, yeah. <laughs> you he, see what I'm saying? Yeah. He, so when you start comparing, he never captures that moment. He's not that dude to make that deal. When Michael does it, he makes the shot over Craig Elo. He makes the shot with Byron Russell. Right. He makes the play – when Paxson makes the shot. So when you're talking about chasing the goal, yeah, you're going to be chasing. But yeah. you can't. That's why. I, <laughs> that's the you, can't, you, you can't come. You, I mean, he, he he's not a bad player. Don't get me wrong. But when you talk about Michael, he's that dude. Yeah. So you can't compare So who that. are you? We know we, we got our predictions on who we think will win. Who are, who are you rooting for? Because I'm not rooting. I don't, I don't think it's good for the NBA for Durant to get a ring. And I don't want. I'm sick of hearing LeBron versus Michael Jordan because again, I'm like you. I don't think he could ever catch the ghost. So who are you rooting for? If you, if you, and I and I pose this question for the We the People segment on the poll question on Sports Talk with Devin Wade Page. I gave him three choices. <laughs> I'm rooting for Golden State, Cleveland, or neither. I'm waiting for football season. Which one you you want me to answer? The that? one, well, the one that won on my poll, and again. I, we, most of my folks are from down south. They were like, hey, none of them were waiting for football season. But <laughs> the slight edge went to Golden State in this situation. My, I want Golden State to win. And the reason being, I want them to beat the crap out of Cleveland because I don't like the way LeBron has gone about trying to build it up. And now you're saying he's the best to ever play, but you have to load up your team to go to, and to win. Get there. I, I'm just not. I'm not with. Yeah, you. I, I'm rooting for Golden State because I do like Curry and Thompson and and I like Draymond Green. Although you don't can, leave you Durant see, out, man. Don't do that. Uh, I mean, come on, man. It would be. You know, it would be come fun. On, man. Thirty-five. You man. know, it would be fun. You know, come on, thirty-five. What if Durant averages like eight points in the finals and then they win the championship? Or, or you know, what if he has like horrible games and they win in spite of him? That won't happen. That would be my ideal scenario. Hey, he'll have thirty plus tonight. Because again, I don't like I don't like what he did. Just like I didn't like what LeBron yeah. did. Don't join the team that beat. The, nah, don't don't join the evil empire. Beat the evil right. empire. So with that, uh, going to go to a segment that we call "He Got Game." He got game. Got game. Got game. This is where we honor somebody who you may or may not know and just sort of recognize them for uh, getting off of being, uh, doing what they do, you know, just showing them a little love. This week, Eric Thames, born November 10, 1986, first baseman and outfielder for the Milwaukee Brewers. He previously played as an outfielder for the Toronto Blue Jays and Seattle Mariners and for the NC Dinos of the KBO League in Korea. Uh, Thames played college baseball at Pepperdine for the Waves and was chosen by the Blue Jays in the 2008 MLB draft. He, he made his MLB debut for Toronto in 2011 and was traded to the Mariners in 2012. Uh, after spending the 2013 season in, um, in the minors, he signed with the Dinos for the 2014 season. But that's not it for him. He won the KBO League Most Valuable Player Award in 2015 and signed with the Brewers before the 2017 season. And what a season he's having. 
uh, this season. He's hit a team record at 11 home runs in April and currently batting 306 with 13 home runs, which was second in the major leagues. I don't know where he is with on, on that list. With that, going to take a brief time out when we come back. Balling or falling, we're going to do some uh, some other stuff the quarter of the week and the Hollywood swinging. You're tuned in to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Talk with Devin Wade podcast, episode 21. Again, want to remind you guys, iTunes, SoundCloud, and tune in. This week, no uh, no all-way live segment. We're going to do that uh, in the coming episode. This is one of the many features that we have, and some we haven't pulled out of the bag yet. So we have uh, our golf bag is full of features for the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Want to hit up first, though, the quote of the week. Quote, we sincerely regret the incident that occurred during yesterday evening's interview between Molly Thomas and Maxim Hamu. The behavior of the interviewee was highly inappropriate, and we do not condone such conduct in any way. Molly is a highly respected journalist, and we are pleased that a full apology is being offered. That is a statement from Eurosport, a pan-European sports television network, that is broadcasting the French Open, Kevin. Now, I don't know if you know the incident. Are you familiar with where the quote comes from? No. Molly Thomas was doing a post-match interview with this tennis player, yeah. Maxim Hamu. Got it. Man. And he would not let her go. Got he it. made Joe Namath look like a gentleman, <laughs> a perfect gentleman. Uh, and he just did the most. He actually yeah. had to come out and apologize and and uh, Eurosport came out to condemn his behavior. He was actually kicked out of the French it's Open. open. Yeah. He was booted. And by the way, Venus is rolling. And now we know that Serena's having a girl. So there's that. Let it out the bag. That, that's huh? your, yeah, that's your tennis update uh, for <laughs> uh, this episode. Next up, balling or falling. Here's a list of three players whose stock is either rising or falling. Uh, I guess Kevin Allen, the Silver Fox, will tell you, and I'll give you my opinion on it as well. And our three nominees today, uh, number one, Manu Ginobili. Is Manu Ginobili, is he balling or falling? And, I, and I, let me frame it this way. Yeah. Obviously, he's had a, a, an extremely wonderful career. He had a, a big game in the postseason. Is he the kind of guy that has more in the tank? Is he balling enough to come back and play again, or is he falling and is going to shut it down? And what would you recommend he do? After the playoffs, he, he he threw me for a loop because I thought he was falling. But during the playoffs, it showed me he still had a little bit left in the tank. Enough to come back? In the right situation. Like like this year, they saved him mm-hmm. for the playoffs. And 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 he had enough left in the tank. So he kind of has me at crossroads right now. So, But if you got to go I'm with a, one. I'm going to let him play another year. I'm going to let him ball. So he's balling. He's balling. I agree with you. And I agree with you because of that and because of, I think, 
he can be an extension on the floor of what Coach Popovich likes to do. And he's one of the guys that helps contribute to the culture of the San Antonio Spurs. So I agree with you. I'll say say he's balling. He's balling. The second up, Richard Sherman. Now, Richard Sherman, obviously, he, he can ball on the field. But more and more, you're hearing more uh, his about his discontent, and he's just upset. He can't get over the the loss in the Super Bowl a couple years ago to the New England Patriots, which I can't get over it either. But I can tell him, I can give him advice. You don't have to get over it if it never happened. So the key is you have to pretend that you won that game because we all know that if you hand the ball off to, to Marshawn Lynch, you win the game. But instead, he's been bitter towards Pete Carroll, and Russell Wilson, according to reports, he's he's really ripped his coaches. He said the most, and his his act is kind of wearing thin. At least that's the the vibe that you get out. And I hate to be so susceptible to some of the stories that are out there, but it's like mm, I'm kind of thinking he soon enough he's falling. I keep on falling, and I think that he may uh, he may have to move on pretty soon if he can't use this as a wake up call. We know that this offseason they talked about trading him and they didn't deny it. And I don't know if that was designed to to wake him up or to say, hey, he, we really want to get rid of this guy. I'm not sure, but I'll say his stock right now, and until he turns it around and is a little bit more, shows a little bit more humility, I'm going to say Richard Sherman is falling. I keep on falling. Is he falling or balling for you? I say he's falling as well. Uh, with the annex that he's – He's showing right now he's a distraction. It's hurting his ball club. Uh, some dissension in the locker room. Can't uh, have it. He can't have it. So I, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm saying he's falling. And finally, falling. Uh, Tiger Woods. And and, I, and obviously we know that he has fallen. And he almost fell in in the video footage from the police tape. But balling or falling in reference to will he be able to compete again on the PGA? And I'm not. Let's let's even take Nicholas's record off the table. Let's take him winning a major off the table. Will he ever compete again for any tournament on a Sunday? Balling or falling? That's hard to say, Devin. I, I, but I, I know what you're saying. I gotta pick. We gotta one. say. We gotta say. I hate to never say never. You know, but he's falling. Tiger's falling. I keep on Can't falling. Can't get right. Backs. Back's bad, three or four surgeries. The divorce tore him down. And, and you know and, what? I really wonder that everybody points back to when he got busted with his wife and he had been cheating and he, he cheated his whole life and, and they're deconstructing his life. And they did it a lot this week as well. They're doing a lot of that, deconstructing his life. And, you know, I, I'm, I don't like the way that, that they're just – really trying to psychoanalyze him. And I guess we could do a little bit of it here, although I don't really like that. I think that you're looking at a guy whose body has broken down. It coincided with a period in his life where he had personal anguish. But And I just think I'm so surprised by the venomous reaction that people People are really hating on Tiger Woods. And I, I just – I don't get it. He's still the best to ever do it to me. I'm I'm rooting for him. I'm gonna hold out. Maybe I'll be one of the last ones. And again, not a, as not to win a major, not to catch Jack Nicholas, but just to compete in a tournament someday on a Sunday. I'm going to say he is balling. I'm gonna hold out hope. Maybe you know he talked about feeling great. I, you know I understand opioid addiction. I, I you know I'm familiar with it. 
not personally, but in a personal sense, in being around somebody and, uh, and a couple of people who've had who've fallen into that addiction to opioids. And it starts out, it's a really, really, really weird thing. In in a way, you know, I could say that I almost kind of contributed because I, because I didn't know. You, you, you know, if somebody's in pain around you, you want to help them, you know, not be in pain. And you don't realize till well down the road, wait a minute, this this is addiction. And I think a lot of people think, that, oh, well, the doctor wouldn't give me anything that I that wouldn't help me. But that's not the case, man. That's, I mean, doctors are there to make money. Either they're ignorant or don't care or people know how to manipulate doctors to deal with with you know, with pain and get pain pills. I think what that's a the disservice that you know, we're not talking enough about how doctors are handling opioids. And I'm not saying that this is an an addiction, but I've seen people in that condition and that's a bad place to be. Now, now those opioids out, I'm not too familiar with. It. I guess that's for pain for yeah, his back. Yeah, yeah, or pain whatever. Feels, yeah. So he, his, his body is broken down now. So, but 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 he can recover though. He, I mean, again, it's, and, and back surgeries can be a tricky thing. I know people who've had back surgeries and they bounce back and feel better than ever. And I've known people who've had them say, "No, I would never have a back surgery." I would say this: This is how it starts. You okay? You have an injury, then you have a surgery. You and you take pain pills. And then maybe you have another surgery or, or something. You have a setback. And now you increase your pain medicine. And now you're starting to need more of it just to feel normal. And as you go down this road, you need more and more and more. And now everything hurts on you. And you look up and, you know, you, you're a full-fledged addict, man. And it's, it's a crazy, crazy thing. Because these are not... These are not people that are on the street. And I ain't even talking about getting to the point where you doing heroin. I'm just saying, like, these are the people who are still able to get meds from doctors. It's a bad, bad thing, man. And it's something that I think in America we think, you know, we don't, psychologically, we don't endure pain or discomfort anymore. And you think about generations. I mean, we know people in our family, older people who, who have aches and pains. That's a part of getting older. I mean, I don't, you know, you older and you're going to have ailments and things that hurt you and it's like in a society today we're trying to eliminate all pain and pain is a part of it and you know i just hope that nothing ever happens where i have a chronic injury because man it's just it's a he's, bad he's hurting, scene he's hurting right now because you you every every tournament he's in now it seems like and it's he, been he a while to, yeah. yeah he has to shut it down because of the back but and he had I mean, Achilles. He's had all kind of problems. Yeah, his, his body's just broken down now. So it's, I'm not saying that's the end of the road. I'm still pulling for Tiger. I am too, um, man. I hope but, he can pull out of it. Yeah, man. but I it's, really, it's rough I really right do. now. It, it is. Uh, but I'm going to say he's balling. He'll have a chance to do it again. But I hope I hope it's not an addiction. I hope he can get it right. I, I do think that the, the sobriety test went way too long. Like, you really have to go through all those things. But you know what? You can tell right off the bat he's out of there. But the, the the thing that I didn't have a problem with, it, and the only reason I did it when I looked at it, those guys were super nice. And in a case like him, because of the superstar status that he had, you have to be careful. Dot your eyes and cross you your T's. I understand. And so he had, yeah, they had to do it. And those guys, when I watched, they, they were super nice. Yeah. And they, they handled their business. So I didn't see anything wrong with it on my part. But a 0.00 on the breathalyzer, 
that safety. Yeah, and I think this will be dealt with in the course easy enough. That won't be a, a huge setback. Right. Uh, I just hope that the psychoanalysis of, of Tiger Woods can die down. And I really hope that if he has a problem, he can get some help. Get some help. Right. It looked it look like a duck and it quacked like, like a, a duck. duck. Let's just hope it's not a duck. There you go. Let's hope it's a I don't know. What's, what's another thing? A tiger. A tiger. As, yeah, there you go. A tiger you as go. opposed to a duck. Um, Here we go. One more segment. I, I had a have, uh, have you heard, but I, we're not going to do a have you heard. I'm going to save that have you heard. It's time for Hollywood Swinging. Now, that's what we sort of incorporate. Athletes in Hollywood or uh something in the world of entertainment you got a trick question somewhere i have i have something fun we talked about lebron james and we're going to talk about a bunch of jameses here and this week for hollywood swinging and this episode of the podcast we're doing which james is it now listen to what i said like which james is it is it james evans (laughs) i knew it. it is it lebron james or is it James Brown? Those are the three Jameses, okay? And I need a pen here so I can record this. And, and this is what I'll do. I, I, <laughs> I will make notice. So hey, let's do that James Brown music, and now I'm just teasing. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. I'm going to name, I think, seven or eight facts. You tell me which James this this belongs to, okay? Throw him in curveball, man. I'm throwing yeah. So and, and I know you know James Evans because we know we we know and love good times. That's it. So if you don't know, obviously James Brown is the Godfather. So LeBron James, you guys know, and James Evans was the father on Good Times. Now, if you don't know who Good Times is, this is probably not the podcast for you. <laughs> so you, if you, you uh, make yourself familiar with Good Times. It's in reruns, and since. Uh, nobody can watch the Cosby Show anymore because it's been blackballed. <laughs> then you can go back and watch Good Times. So James Evans, that's my man. James Brown or LeBron James? Okay. Fact number one: This James was 19 years younger than his wife. Which James? 19 years younger than his wife. On the show or real life? Well, in- <laughs> see, now you got James Evans on the show, <laughs> right. Florida. So technically, I don't know how old she was supposed (laughs) to to be. All right. But because they never referenced them going to school together. Yeah. I don't know how they met. Met. Maybe that's a research. If you know how James and Florida met, that would be wonderful for us to know. (laughs) But no. It got to be James Brown. No, it was James Evans. No, but Florida couldn't be 19 years older. 19 years older. And do you know that James? Well, and the I actor thought James Evans was nineteen years younger than her. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's what he is. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I he's nineteen you... years younger than his wife. Okay, okay, I could take so that. So Esther Rowe was was nineteen years older than John Amos. Okay, that would go. Okay, so I'm... do you realize John Amos was only eight years older than than JJ? <laughs> Did you realize that? And I'm okay, but we're just getting started. Okay, but this this is a way for me to share. All of this useless information that I picked up watching hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of television growing up. Fact number two. Is it James Brown, LeBron James, or James Evans? He went down south to pursue a better life. James Brown, LeBron James, James Evans. Which James? LeBron James. LeBron James and James Evans. Yep. Trick question. It was two Jameses. Yep. James went down to Mississippi, thought yep. he hit the promised land, had a wreck, got killed. And damn, damn, damn. (laughs) 
LeBron James, he goes, he South takes Beach. his service to South Beach so he can win a championship alongside Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. So yep. the, the, you got the, those two right so Okay. Far. Okay, this James believes that women belong in the kitchen and the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Florida, the kitchen and the bedroom. Florida. Don't say it, James. <laughs> Don't say it, James. The kitchen and the bedroom. <laughs> That you're right. That's James Evans. James Evans is quoted as saying, "Oh man, women belong in the kitchen and the bedroom." And if any women out there, I don't believe that. No, that's James yeah, that's Evans. James Evans now. That's a James Evans. All thing. right. Okay. Um, he has this. James has between nine and thirteen kids. Zip it up. Get out. <laughs> Make me want to kiss myself. <laughs> that's right, James Brown. Now, and this is just on the Wikipedia page, so we don't really know. But he allegedly, has, he, well, he has at least nine, and as many as maybe 13. And probably a couple more that you throw in. And I'm caught I, up with them. I'll tell you what, I bet you they all look like him. <laughs> he looked like he had some strong genes. Oh, man, he, <laughs> so, he hung around for a while. Yes, he did. Yeah. Okay. Caused a national crisis when he left. A national crisis, and I use the word crisis. No, no, that's right. That's that's LeBron James. LeBron James, and to an extent, James Evans. When he was taking off the show, I Good Times was never the same after he was taking off. I never watched it when Carl got on there. Yeah, or Carl, and then terrible, and then when Keith, Keith, uh, I think he's dead. No, but he was terrible. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was horrible. A terrible driver. Which one was a terrible driver? Which James? Well, it had to be James Brown because. LeBron, I haven't heard anything. And, and, and well, James, James, James Evans got killed in a car crash. Well, I don't know if he was driving. Because <laughs> I never knew him to have a car. They were always on the bus. Well, well I'm bus. going to say it was both James Evans and James uh, Brown. Yeah. James Brown, obviously, in a police chase with the cops. And we have all seen the, the famous mug shot. And, uh, and if you haven't, that's easy enough to Google. Um, and I don't know if it's easy enough to look at, though. Has a son that's named Junior. That's a Junior. Which that's, James is it? Or which uh, James is are, is are there? It's is, two. It's two of them. Yeah, LeBron James and James Evans. Yeah, that's JJ. Right. There you go. Kid Dynamite. And finally, he's black and he's proud. Out. Say it loud. That's all three of them. <laughs> all three of them are black and proud. So that's it for Hollywood Swinging. Oh, and yeah. that will wind things up for this edition of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Any final thoughts from you, kids? Oh, man, it, it, it was fun being here today. Uh, enjoyed the invite. Uh, don't don't wait so long on getting me back in here, yeah, man. man. I thought you. Busy, man. I, I thought I was calling Kaepernick around here, man. <laughs> Blackballing. No, I'm just teasing. No, I really appreciate it. Looking forward to the to the game tonight. Uh Got to get out of here so I can go and get my popcorn ready. Get my popcorn ready again. You have, uh, you, you have Golden State in six. I have Golden State in five games. You can tweet Kevin at at Allen Allen Ron ten at Allen Allen Ron ten, and you can tweet me at Wage Word. And again, please share, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what segments you enjoy, which ones you don't enjoy. Uh, we certainly love hearing from you guys. So again, uh, on iTunes, tune in and SoundCloud. Thank you so much for your support all over the country. Augusta, Georgia, thank you guys for listening. Cleveland, Ohio, no, Akron, Ohio. Akron, Ohio, thanks for listening. And Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, thank you so much for listening and for your support. And as always, have a great day.